Welcome to This Just In, the show bringing you the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, innovation, and public policy. And now, for the fastest voice in healthcare, here's your host, Justin Barnes. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to This Just In. I'm your host, Justin Barnes. In these segments, I'll bring you the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, innovation, and public policy. As always, we're broadcasting from This Just In Studios on the Business Radio X Network, as well as the Healthcare Now Radio Network. For this episode, my 249th episode, we have one of healthcare's greatest leaders and collaborators, as well as a longtime friend of the show, Steve Lieber, Chief Analytics Officer from Chime. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you, Justin. It's great to be with you. Yeah, it's it's an honor to have you back on air again. Um, I think you are actually my very first guest uh, on a live broadcast. Um, it was the Hymns Venture Forum in 2015 in Chicago. So yeah, yeah I had to think about that for a second. You're awesome, by the way. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. And, and it really is a, a treat to be back with you. Uh, yeah, over the past few years, we've all been going in various different directions. And, and this is a, a great treat to be with you today. Uh, same here. And, and just for my audience sake, and we were catching a little bit off air, but um, Steve and I have been friends for a long time. Uh, we met actually back in 2004. And so I have a deep affinity for Steve just because there was a group of us, um, probably about seven of us looking to form a vendors association again, back in 2004. Uh, and we wanted someone to represent, uh, you know, we wanted to represent the EHR leaders in the industry and in the collective companies but we need to find the right infrastructure for that because you had to balance um, anti-competitive, antitrust, um, as well as a forum to strategically collaborate and fairly collaborate with vendors and companies of all sizes. And uh, but but very quickly, Steve, you stepped forward. You you and your your Hims team stepped forward and gave us an umbrella that allowed us to to form and to fly. And so I'm just you know yeah. there's a handful of us that are so grateful for what you did. Uh, and you allowed us to become just, you know, the, the organization, the powerhouse that we became uh, and, and all the, you know, the partnership and tutelage of you. So thank you so much from Steve and also all of my vendor partners and association colleagues. Well, thank you. I appreciate that that acknowledgement. You know, it, it's something that is relevant today and, and something that I've really focused on throughout my career, and, and that's collaboration. So, you know, you think about HIMSS, especially at that time, it, it very provider focused, uh, big membership of IT professionals and finding the way in which to work with the vendor community was really important to me and to the organization. And so when uh, EHRA uh, started to form, it was just a natural uh, to put together the provider organization and a vendor organization. And, and I think we were able to navigate which, at times, which could have been perilous waters in terms of differing objectives and such. And, and I think we did a lot to contribute positively to the American healthcare systems. Well, we did. And, and I, I, you know, timing is here, very serendipitous because I, you know, you've been scheduled for several weeks in the show, but a handful of us uh, went to Sea Island last week just to kind of look back over the industry and, and see, you know, and just kind of just think about a lot of the accomplishments and also, you know, what else needs to be done out there regarding some of the policy Capitol Hill work. And um, I, it's really neat to see what we had with that meeting back, you know, forming that in 04 
And, and then the framework for strategic action also came out around the exact same time from Dr. Brailler and President Bush. And then to see with CCHIT, because we actually kind of went through the timeline of CCHIT being formed, and then a lot of the policies following suit starting in 08, 9, 10, 11, 12, and all the way up through now with the Cures Act, there's so much infrastructure that was built off those early days starting in 04 to what we're implementing today and the rules that are being followed and implemented even furthered today by the current and Biden administration. So it's it's kind of cool. The infrastructure that was laid, obviously, you know, you were a significant part of it. Uh, all of us were from those very early days, but that is still the framework today. There's not a whole lot of new health IT policy flying out. There are new rules based on the legislation, you know, that was created back 10, 12, 15 years ago. And those are the guardrails. So, I mean, that was, again, to how much of healthcare today is standing on the those laws but also those rules and regulations it's kind of cool you're absolutely right i you know in preparing and thinking about today's conversation i i mentally went back through some of that same sort of process uh, your group did uh last week and and it is it's it's striking in terms of the things that we did some 15 18 <laughs> years ago now how influential it is in still guiding the direction of uh, american health policy yep Exciting. So where are you calling in from today? I'm in Chicago. Uh, Chicago has been home for most of my adult life. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, actually started out in the association world at the Illinois Hospital Association. And Chicago is a big town for healthcare and healthcare associations. And so I've managed to, to stay here my entire adult career. <laughs> Absolutely. And do you make it down to Florida much? But you were well you know once once the uh, weather turns uh, i do head down to miami for those months uh been doing that for a number of years now um you know chicago is a wonderful city and i love it uh but quite honestly there's a period in the year where i just assume not be here <laughs> i understand I'm, I'm originally from boston but um but now i live in atlanta as you know part-time but i've transitioned also to uh to the west coast of florida mainly uh see um Sarasota, but then also on 30A. So I, I love the uh, I love Florida, I love the Gulf Coast. But you're also are you on the are you on the Naples side? Are you in the Miami side? Are you in the you're amazing on the East Coast Mi side? Miami side. Miami. We, we we had a place over in Naples for a long time, okay. and then as as career started changing and and moving out of full time work, I was spending more time down there and needed just a little more excitement in my life, and so we moved over to Miami Beach. Excellent, love it. So tell me what you're doing, what you're up to now. Obviously, you are working with um, strategically with Chime, but um, you know what what made that happen? How'd that come together? Sure, Russ Branzell, the CEO at, at Chime, and I had a really great relationship when I was the CEO at Hims. Uh, we focused very much on finding ways for the two organizations to collaborate recognizing that the two really do serve different audiences. Uh, Chime is exclusively focused on the executive management level. HIMSS obviously has a, a much broader sort of focus um, with, with less uh, offerings and, and, and such on, on the executive level. So it was a natural combination of the two organizations. So I'd say Russ and I developed a great relationship uh, while we were in our, our roles. And then after I retired from HIMSS and, and a little period had passed, he called me up and said, Steve, would you be interested in spending some time with us? And, and I started out really in just more of a generic strategic advisor role in, in terms of helping Chime think about uh, 
future directions, particularly around digital offerings. Uh, and this is back in um, 19, uh, before the, the absolute imperative of going digital right. in terms of, of how we serve people came about, um, which as a result positioned uh, Chime quite well for what happened in 20 and 21. Uh, really probably one of the few associations that uh, was able to maintain a, a level of service and, and delivery such that uh, really the, the time period had an impact, but not a negative one hardly at all with this organization. So started out with that in, in terms of that broad strategic sort of uh, advisory role. And then as we started moving into early 20, and again, before the pandemic, he said, Steve, I've got an idea. I've got a vision. I want to create an environment for us to reach other health uh, executives beyond the, the IT suite. Uh, and he said, you know, put some thought into that and, and see what you can come up with. And so what we have developed is a three-prong approach in terms of reaching out to a very broad uh, health management, health executive audience. Uh, one, we've built the digital health community, which is a social media platform for uh, the interaction, uh, uh, intersection among professionals across multiple disciplines in a social media environment. We've created Digital Health Insights, which is a digital media uh, platform for uh, companies to uh, deliver digital content, webinars, white papers, uh, research, and uh, other things uh, to that broad audience. And then we've created digital health analytics, which is based upon the most wired survey, as well as other survey research that we're now doing in order to provide better insights on the provider side uh, as to how they're doing and how they compare with their peers as well as a platform for companies to do uh, market research. And so over the past two years, we've been very focused on building out these three platforms. And then over that period, we have one by one uh, gone live with them with the latest one being uh, the digital health analytics platform, which went live uh, at Vive last March. Wow, that's a that's a huge year <laughs> you guys had. Well, it, it's 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 been really exciting. I mean, the, the one the, the area of media and, and analytics is an area that I've worked in before. Uh, I'm a data guy from yep. way way back. Uh, early in my career, started out as a survey research and, and quantitative analyst, and and so I've always been focused on on data. And and so it, it to me it also is a natural. Uh, to me, an association should be the source of the best information about the profession or field that it represents. And so heading down those paths seemed natural. Chime had some building blocks, but just hadn't put the strategy together in terms of how do you make this work? How do you broaden uh, the focus so that you have a mo more dynamic audience? And, and that very much fit within Russ's vision of this broader health executive ecosystem. And, and then looking at, okay, what, what, what's missing? Uh, you know, everybody, you know, in, in healthcare belongs to one association or another, but they're generally focused just on their discipline. 
and it's kind of like the, the story we were talking about with the EHRA uh, mm -hmm. group years ago. Um, you know, if you only get the vendors in the room together, you're only going to come up with the vendor answer. You right. get everybody in the room together and you're more likely to come up with the right answer. Right. And that's the idea here is let's, let's get everybody talking to one another, understanding what everybody's interests and needs are. And then hopefully from that, we learn from each other. And that's just, that's the basic underpinning of the whole approach. Yeah. That's why you're a great collaborator and I love talking to you. So, Let's dive into the analytics hub because um, I'm, I'm new to that. I, I certainly saw the press release out there and, uh, and love the strategy, but you know, what is it? Who will use it? Let's, let's dive in there a little bit. Sure. Um, th there are two pieces to it. One that's uh, aimed at the vendor community and one at the provider community. So starting out with the provider community, as I said earlier, the basis is the digital health most wired survey. Survey has been around for years. It started out in modern healthcare. Oh, 15 years ago or more, mm -hmm. more now, you know, you kind of lose track of time after a while. Oh, yeah. um, and then it went to the American Hospital Association. And then five years ago, AHA turned it over to Chime. Uh, and so I brought a team in, we have significantly revised the survey. Uh, we've upped the bar uh, in terms of in order to uh, achieve the highest levels of recognition with the through the survey, uh, you got to be better. And, and so that's the basis. So, so sort of the core data foundation of the analytics portal. And what we're doing is creating the ability for provider organizations to dig deeper into their own data. So the, the platform is there, their data is there, uh, historical data from the same organization, if they participated in the survey is there. So they can do their own trend analysis. We also give them the opportunity to look at some peer comparisons and some benchmarking. Uh, my idea here is if you're going to spend the time to fill out the survey, I want to give you some resources back. This, I, I got to give you enough value back to compensate you for your time in completing that survey. And so we load other data in there as well so that provider organizations can do those peer comparisons of like organizations or organizations within uh, the geography they serve. It's largely de-identified so that confidentiality of, of uh, business activity is protected. But there's there are enough uh, sorting features in there, variables to, to allow an organization to be able to do a meaningful peer comparison. Uh, we're also giving the opportunity here for CIOs among themselves to do their own surveying. They can create their own survey and invite other CIOs who participate to uh, be a part of their private survey. So creating that safe environment for people to, to share information with one another. The other side of the analytics portal is the commercial portal which is for companies to be able to gain better insights into the market. Mm -hmm. And so we are again, loading some data in there from the most wired survey so that they can do analysis of what's going on in, in the marketplace at a somewhat high level. But also just like with the CIOs, we're creating the opportunity for companies to create surveys and do survey research among a targeted audience. Again, looking at whatever uh, variables they want to use in order to sort the audience to get it down to a meaningful group that gives them 
insights into the trends and directions of the industry as it relates to their business. Uh, so we, we're very excited about this. As I say, I'm a, a data guy from way back and, and it's just something that I'm passionate about. Um, I really see the value in being able to do analysis and, and trend comparisons and peer comparisons and such. Uh, and so I think it's going to be a, a very valuable resource for both the provider community as well as the vendor community. That's awesome, Steve. Um, actually, and, and much needed in the industry. Are you, um, as, a, as a president and CEO of a company, would I be able to, to participate in Chime or is, is it mainly healthcare focused, healthcare organization focused? Well, you know, it's, yeah, the, the short answer is absolutely yes. And really in a couple of different ways. Okay. One, Chime has a limited um, opportunity for companies to participate. Uh, the Chime Foundation is made up of 180 companies and it's capped. Uh, the idea is we want to create an environment where there uh, is a good balance between the provider community size and the vendor community size. And so um, there, there's a, a limited opportunity for people, for companies to, to get into the Chime Foundation. The area that I'm working on, which we call DHX, mm -hmm. uh, Digital Health X, X being the multiplier, yeah. uh, is the, is the op other opportunity because we're not limited to working with just Chime Foundation uh, members. Again, back to Russ's vision of yeah. the broader health ecosystem. Well, in order to do that, you've got to broaden it in all directions, not only other health professionals beyond those in the IT suite, but also other companies beyond those that participate in Chime. So it, it's a broader opportunity for uh, both uh, healthcare professionals as, as well as companies to engage in. And so through the digital health insights and digital health analytics portals, yeah, there are some great opportunities for companies. Awesome. Terrific. Thank you. And for those that may join us a little late today, my very special guest is Steve Lieber, Chief Analytics Officer from Chime. So again, um, Steve, great to have you here. And let's, let's turn over a little bit now to um, the, uh, the health conference. And this is the first time that you've collaborated with health through Vive. Is that correct? Yeah, this this past uh, March, uh, March of 22 was the first event of the partnership between Chime and, and Health. And really, you know, first time out conference, you always worry, OK, is this going to resonate in the market? Is it going to fill a need? And uh, we had over 5000 people yeah. that were in attendance, uh, hundreds of companies that participated a lot of buzz created uh, during those those few days in Miami Beach. And so it was it was a fun conference. Yeah, I heard so many phenomenal stories. Um, I was not able to participate. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of my friends did. And so then we all met up at the Hins conference that was just like, you know, five days later or so uh, in Orlando. Um, the energy, the, the vibe coming from Vive was amazing. I mean, just uh, is electric. People were just talking about it. I mean, from morning, noon to night to late night. I mean, I heard the most amazing stories, fun stories. Um, so it was kind of like the who's who. Uh, and I was very sad to miss it. I will not miss the next one. I guarantee that. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, great job. Um, and that conference in, in which you guys were able to accomplish there in, in Miami Beach. But so tell me why the collaboration was strategic for you for Chime and Health to come together like that. Well, you know, 
it, it, it very much, I think, relates back to vision that I described before from mm -hmm. Chime CEO Russ yep. Branzell of looking at a broader health ecosystem. So, you know, let's start out and, and acknowledge this is not instead of the traditional Chime focus, the, the CIO, CMIO, uh, senior most IT executive is still the primary focus in the center of Chime. But just as I described the strategy that I've had over my career, Russ recognizes it as well, that you need to engage a broader audience. And so working with health is another one of those steps of reaching out to that broader healthcare ecosystem. Uh, health has done a fantastic job over the past, not that many years, five maybe, and when four, when they launched their first fall conference, and immediately captured the imagination of uh, a broad sector of healthcare with, with the, the health conference. And so we started conversations between the two organizations and it was like, okay, what's missing here in terms of how we might bring together some different audiences. And that's why this collaboration makes so much sense is that the, the folks that were going to health in the fall are not the same folks that are going to the Chime spring and fall forums. Uh, and so it's it's a natural coming together of two very strong collaborators and, and each bring um, different strengths and certainly the, the excitement and uh, innovation of uh, conference activities is very much uh, part of the health uh, DNA. And, and at Chime, very much focused on that high level education uh, and networking. And so it, it was a natural coming together between those two. And as I say, when, when you look at the results of uh, this first year's conference, uh, great outcome. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree. And, and you've mentioned this name, Russ Brenzel, a couple of times. And for those that don't know Russ, Russ is a longtime leader in the industry, a phenomenal guy. I believe he still lives in Georgia, not too far from me. Um, but, uh, but Ross is, is just as a great industry leader, I mean, he's a former CIO as well as CEO, but I know he was a CIO for a very long time. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. He was a CIO first and then moved into the CEO role in a provider organization yep. and has now been the, the CEO at Chime for nine about nine, nine, nine years or so, I think. Yeah. 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 Excellent. And will there be a second event coming up for Vive? Uh, absolutely. Uh, it's already set. Uh, it is in Nashville this year. Uh, teams are already getting together to work on logistics, uh, educational thinking. I won't call it planning yet, but educational thinking uh, is is underway. And so, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's it start. I mean, a conference of, of this size um, requires almost a 12 month, if not a full 12 month planning cycle. Uh, and, and that's one of the sort of, sort of remarkable things about the first event uh, this past March is that the decision to go you know, was being tested by COVID waves and that sort of thing. And just nobody really knew, is this gonna be the right time? Is this the right year? Is it gonna work? This sort of thing. And so we didn't have a full year uh, 
to, to plan the first one. And, and I think uh, it, it was uh, an outstanding accomplishment for, yes. especially for the limited time uh, the teams had to, to prepare for it. So more time to prepare this year, a year's uh, worth of experience to build off of. And, you know, the, the expectation is that there will be significant growth and, and further innovation and change that, that are going to be offered at the program. So I think it's going to be an exciting time to be in Nashville. Yeah, I completely agree. I will be there with bells on. I'll be broadcasting the in, in broadcast, yeah, the show live um, from Nashville in March. So certainly everybody can hear that. Obviously would love to have you on air live as well. Um, Steve, just to pick up from old times, you were most, my most frequent guest that were uh, you, you and John Holomka are my most frequent live guests from the radio show. <laughs> Well, I, I will be there and I will take you up on that that invitation because it's it's always a, a pleasure to have these conversations and, and the opportunity to explore some of the trends in the industry. And, and certainly in sep late September, we'll be releasing this year's most wired survey results. Uh, and, and so there's all kinds of things that we can talk about. Oh, terrific. So we should be looking for that for in September, mid-September, late September? Uh, it, by late September, we will start to uh, release some of the findings. So we'll start out with the release of those uh, healthcare systems that achieved the level 10. Um, wow. and, and so those are the, the organizations that are at the pinnacle of health IT adoption and use. Uh, by late October, we will be uh, releasing our national trends report. Uh, and in between there, we'll be dribbling uh, some findings out. So think about it as, you know, probably about a six week period where we'll be sharing information out from that survey. We have about 38,000 healthcare facilities that participate in this survey. So it, it's a very comprehensive uh, survey. Wow. That's fantastic. And actually, we're at time. So, Steve, as always, phenomenal to have you on air. Thank you so much, my friend. This was great. It's been an absolute pleasure, Justin. Great talking to you again. And we will certainly catch up again, even this fall, as I mentioned off the air. I'm going to have you back on the air. Let's talk some strategy this fall. Certainly talk about those survey results and talk about Vive uh, um, for, uh, for March. So thank you for Excellent. that. Sounds great. And thank you to everyone for joining us today. I pre truly appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedules to join us. Um, and again, tune in weekdays at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Pacific um, to catch any of our shows. And if you miss any of this, they're all available at iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Play. Um, and also you can check us at HIT Advisor and you use the hashtag ThisJustinRadio so we can respond to your comments from the show. Um, if you miss any of this, you can also check it out um, online. We're going to be broadcasting live this week, 2.30 p.m. again. Um, and check out any of our content at justinbarnes.com. Thanks, everyone. Have a terrific week and stay safe.